Bo's Cafe. We are here. All and, of us. But you were not here yesterday. I was where, not. Where were you on your birthday? I was back way. in a place that where the night before it was 30 degrees below zero. There you are. I was in Whoa. Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, That's still happening? Below zero. <laughs> it's still yeah. happening with that whole weather change. That There's whole still, thing. Yeah. Where they... Minnesota was not informed yeah. about that whole. <laughs> it's like 85 uh, here. Yeah. Global cooling. Negative yeah. 30. Negative 30. Ouchie. But we got to, I got to be with the Nessus. They, right. they took me out John to dinner, and, and Stacy had conspired with them to get me some pie because it was my birthday the Hey-o. next day. And Any they, kind of pie? Or? Well, coconut cream. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, what they're what they're having right now in heaven. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really not a pie. It's it's heaven's confection. <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely, <laughs> it's the manna. That's right. Huh. They talk about divinity and things like <laughs> that, you know, but <laughs> angel uh. food cake. But I, for my money, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is great. And you were up at Bethel. Up at Bethel University. Yeah. Had a wonderful time. Uh, spoke in their chapel and then spoke in their evening underground session and great. did a question and answer time. And just an outstanding time with that community. That's really good. Great. Really good. That's very, very good. Well, we're, we're, we're continuing in this series about grace and, and the fear that we yeah. might have about yeah. grace and the objections we might have so forth. And the question we wanted to work on this morning was, wouldn't grace cause me uh, not to pray as much? Yeah. Um, interesting, interesting hurdle um, that sometimes we imagine about grace. Yeah, Talk I was, to us. Uh, yeah, I was just talking to you guys that when I started understanding grace, I had a vibrant prayer life. And it was just a bad prayer life. <laughs> it was, it was. I would pray to uh, almost a daily lashing, a, a daily beating of myself up. I would keep a journal to tell God all the things that I knew that I was disappointing Him in. And uh, I remember Bill saying to me one day, "Do you think God enjoys?" reading that do you think that's enjoyable to him he gets up and says let me i want to read a good chunk of john beating himself good up verbal flagellation yeah, absolutely let me could i do that before i get at anything else you know i, I no sunrise i just want to hear that and um that's one of those things that began to go away and and i didn't necessarily right away know how to replace it because i didn't have a relational um, prayer life uh, with him. Do you, you can get that phone call if you yeah, want. Yeah, we didn't know. have no, no phone call. No, 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 it's just... <laughs> okay. it's, it's just uh, That's God calling, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't been keeping up with your... <laughs> I've missed those rants about your self-hatred. Yeah. Where yeah. are those? So, so that is a very real fear that people have. What would I talk to God about? Yeah. And, and so... Grace allows us this beautiful conversation to let us let him into our daily lives, to let him hear our unbelievable delight in his delight of us, uh, um, to be able to share the happiness, to share the pain, all those things. But for me, it was an absolute reorienting of what I prayed about. And for a while, I didn't pray much. I just I went through that early stage of wait I'm under grace. I don't have to I don't have to do this as a law every morning. And it was scared me at first. It really did. I thought, oh no, 
see it's happened, I'm going to drift away from God. You know, so so I think for the for that person who wants to be all God wants them to be, that can be at first a very disconcerting fear of not letting grace get too close for fear of that. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, it's interesting, John, you, you, you refer to that list. Um, it's not that the list itself doesn't exist in your heart. Right, right. But it becomes a means of satisfying God. It, yeah. It's like that's what he wants us to do. So so part of, part of the question for me always is this question, why do I pray at all? Mm-hmm. Why, why, yeah, what's why the motivation? I, what's the motivation mm-hmm. for prayer? Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus prayed all night. He didn't have a list. What in the world did he pray about? How, how could you spend all night with God if you don't have a list? <laughs> he was just actually forgetting. What was it? And he was God. cold. He yeah, was constantly, I'm cold. <laughs> yeah, but when you have that kind of a team, you might be praying. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's so, right. So it's, a, it's an interesting um, question be, because we have a, a, an assumption that when I'm in grace, then I don't really have to worry about anything that's true about me. Just the opposite is true. That's right. What I do is I get to be honest with God of everything that's true about me. But my motivation for prayer is not to please God that I'm finally coming to grips with a screw-up I am. It's to communicate with God how the reality of me is affecting me and asking for his wisdom, guidance, and truth, his grace to bring clarity to my future. That, that's that's and, and, that's what we're talking about. And guess what? That takes a lot of prayer. And trusting his shed blood to cleanse me. Of, I mean, that's, of the list. That's that's right. That's that's prayer. Yeah. That's that's talking. A- absolutely. I, I met with a couple this weekend, and uh, she's been really offended by the relationship. A whole bunch of stuff, and and she's in pain, just constant pain over what happened five years ago. Five years ago. And she said, I, I, I just I can't pray about it, I can't talk about it. And I said, that's the problem. Hmm. You, you, you just want yourself to feel so bad over what happened to you that now the pain is controlling you mm-hmm. and you've chosen to not talk to God about the reality of mm-hmm. your pain. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Let's talk to God about the reality mm-hmm. of everything. Mm-hmm. But let's let the motive be to come to him with the reality of everything, with the expectation that he actually can heal us, cleanse us. And, and for me, grace gives me the hope of direction. Yeah. In your prayer. In my prayer. Yeah. In, your in, in my prayer. Yeah. Yeah. It's not so much, God, look at how screwed up I am, and look what happened to me yesterday, but, but I dream, I imagine on my walks, what about my tomorrows? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. about my tomorrows, God? Clarify for me my tomorrows. Mm-hmm. Now, that takes a lot of prayer, you guys. That That's not a... I don't pray less, but yeah. I'm like you, John. I was in turmoil back in my early 30s and up into my 40s. I couldn't even figure out why to pray. There was a period in there where I just went, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to pray about. Yeah. A guy from Crusade was like sent an angel sent of God. He said to me one day, Bill, instead of telling, complaining to God all day long, why don't you just review with God? the reality of who you are. Mm. Mm. It was so freeing, guys. It mm. was it was mm. like he cares about that. Yeah. Yeah. 
it, it was thing. it was freedom mm-hmm. like I'd never known in prayer, and it's been that way since. And and um, anyway, but it is one of those absolute fears that that if I let grace in as more than a condiment, that's that's one of the very first things that'll go. Yeah. When yeah. I was a kid, you know, you you get taught to pray every night before you go to bed, and as I decided that prayer was worth my while sometime in my early 20s, I remember that I was just talking to God all the time, just about whatever, just right. either thanking him for the fact that I had a car when I didn't a week ago, or thanking him for whatever, or just talking to him about something that was causing me angst or pain or whatever it was. And over time, I stopped praying that nightly, like, okay, God, let's review everything. The ritual. Yeah, and... At some point, I got a little scared, like, oh, my gosh, I'm not doing that thing. Yeah. And then a little while later, I had the epiphany, oh, it's because you're actually talking to him all day. It's not this at the end of the day, let's make sure everything is sewed up and right and review all your sins. Basically, I was taught to review all my sins at the end of the day to make sure that I, if I died, that, you know, I would be right with God. And so it was, it was a fear-based motivation. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would ask for a few things. Well, prayer's a lot more than that. And so if you're afraid about losing that, well, (laughs) fear no more. Fear no more. Move forth. Well said. I think sometimes um, that when we realize the, the miracle that God has done in us and how close he has made us because we're fused with him, that in... In our prayers, it helps us to imagine that we might pray in some ways like the Spirit of God prays for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And and with great delight, but with great um, groaning, inexpressible words, mm-hmm. and because mm-hmm. of who he has made us, how he has fused us, uh, and how the Spirit lives in us, and how we can communicate with him in, in tremendous delight and tremendous... Uh, groaning for those things in our lives or in others' lives. And I think it's another delightful um, result mm-hmm. of God's grace in our lives in that Romans 8 sense. A tremendous uh, gift to us. You know, one of the big issues, of course, for anyone is, uh, well, what about, what about the fact that I'm troubled in my sin? Do I not talk to God about that? Hmm. And, and, and the thing that we have to be, I have to keep reminding myself is this. I talk to God about it in search of his solution over it, mm-hmm. not in my feeling bad because it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's, and, and that takes some real honest prayer, like real honest prayer. There's a big difference between saying I'm, I'm a screw-up than there is saying God heal me of the things that screw me up. That's a huge difference in prayer. And, and you're not saying that I shouldn't feel bad about my sin. At all. I'm going to talk to him and say, I feel so bad. I hurt Stacy, and I don't know what to exactly. do right now. Exactly. Yeah. But, but, again, that little key motive issue. Yeah. Am I just telling God I feel bad, or am I looking to the God that I feel bad before for his solution? Because most of us do not want what is true about us solved. We just want to complain that it's true. (laughs) Grace doesn't turn off our um, emotions. Grace doesn't turn off our 
sensitivity to sin or to pain. And I think when you have been in a place of legalism that you kind of want grace just to turn all of that off. And you know what? No, I don't have to feel that. I don't have to. And grace is not just a what you don't have to. It is the very thing of what you are and who you are and what, what you get, you to, get yeah. to, which we talk about a lot. But yeah. you want to feel the the pain of, of what's going on in your life because of your sin. Because um, God wants you. He, no, not wants. He says you're no longer a slave to this. Yeah. And you want to experience that in grace. The only way that you're ever going to get there is through grace. So it's okay to have feelings in grace. Yeah. It's okay to, not only okay, it's great to feel guilt um, yeah. and to talk to God in really realistic terms because when you're under legalism, you can't be realistic, really. All you yeah. can do is, yeah. like you said, beat God to the punch. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, I thought before I understood grace that God wanted to kind of get even with me. He loved me, but he wanted to teach me a lesson. And he was constantly had that posture of one day he would expose me, trip me up, show me for who I really was. To see myself as fused with him, delighted by him, without any condemnation, that absolutely changes my posture of how I see him in heaven during my prayer. That's right. Which reminds us of his great invitation to pray with him, which is just to communicate with him in Hebrews 4 when he says, Come into my throne room of grace yeah. and tell me all about your times of need That's so right. you can find my grace and mercy to help you in that time of need. That's right. So he, he's come in here courageously, That's boldly, right. without fear, and talk with me because I have, Bill, I have the solution. Amen. Um, Amen. I have your only solution. Amen. Well, good, uh, good question to ponder today. Thanks, yeah. you guys, and we'll see you all uh, next week at Bose Cafe. Amen. Bye-bye.